Yes, hello everyone, and welcome back after the the long the long break to another podcast, Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning. Just me today, and um, if I do have any avid listeners that haven't left because I haven't put a, a podcast up for a month and a half, thanks for coming back. Thanks for stopping by, because I probably need you need you few amount of fans that I have <laughs> because I'm not very consistent with this. Um, I think that's going to be talked about in the in the podcast about sort of motivation and quarantine and stuff. Motivation for a lot of things is dropped, and just even even sitting up in my little office and doing a twenty minute podcast has just not been possible to do. Not possible, but I've just been lazy and motivation's low with my training and the food and and I guess with working on business. So um, it's just a weird weird place. But that's my excuse. That's why I've probably not done anything. Um, but hey, we're back again, got a few topics, a few good questions from the week that I wanted to uh, share with a few more people, um, quite common questions um, that uh, that I think people can take use from and more people will, will listen to and hopefully I've still got a few viewers here that want to suck in some knowledge and bountiful wisdom from a, a 28 year old me who obviously doesn't have much wisdom, just you know, talking about my life and what I've done, but hey ho! Quarantine. I think it got announced a few days ago. Furlough is another six months or something, which is absolutely mental. I think only the English government has enough money to pay everyone's wages for fucking almost a year. But uh, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. But um, furlough is a big topic for for um, people at the moment when they're talking to me about programs. Even a little trial I'm doing. I'm running a one pound a day trial and people are like, oh, I'm on furlough, so, so I'm not really sure. And it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, a pound a day is like nothing. People, you spend that, ugh, you spend more than that on the shops. If you if you take out your snacks for the week, let's say you have a, a, a pack of Pringles a few times, a few, go through a few packs of Pringles a week, then uh, if you stop doing that, then you can pay on some, some programs. But hey-ho, um, yeah, furlough. Some people are using that as an excuse. Not that it's, it is a just excuse because it's, it's wary and it's strange. And maybe, maybe you're earning more than the, the, the cap that they've given. And that is, that is, that is somewhere to be wary. But most guys that I talk to probably, probably aren't. I mean, well done if you are. But, uh, yeah, furlough. And then the other guys that do sign up to my program use the exact words. Look, I'm put on furlough. I've got nothing to do. Let's, let's make some gains, baby. Um, so yeah, furlough is a is a word I'm hearing a lot, and I'm hearing it as an excuse, and I'm hearing it as a motivator. But it's up to you what you really want to do. I mean, you're doing nothing with your time. You can't really, if you're listening in England, you still can't go out. Um, you might as well put the the free money you're getting for doing nothing, and uh, pump some iron and learn a bit more. But hey ho, you can do whatever you want with your income who am i to tell you what to do but yeah quarantine one thing i've been telling people to do is to to learn or or to to start to cook good meals all you guys that are listening probably busy lives normal jobs full-time jobs you hardly get an hour and a half to train every night and cooking is cooking is an effort i'm obviously blessed that i'm at home most of the day um i have access to a kitchen I don't have crazy hours and, and I'm, I'm blessed that I can cook most of my meals. But it is time consuming and for you guys who don't know how to make quick meals, on the not, not even on the go, but even make meals on the go, it'll be a good time to knuckle down and learn how to do that. How I learned cooking was at university, not doing any of my lectures and just like putting, a, putting my laptop on my 
Put my laptop on my counter. Had a few little uh, water damage marks because of that, and I learned that lesson very quickly. But you know, I had just these little quick videos. Like, there's loads and tons of healthy eating videos. You can literally cook exactly the same too. Um, and it'd be a good time to learn those because when you get in, let's say after rugby at nine o'clock, and you've got pasta in the fridge, and you've got cheese, and you've got also like some other ingredients that you don't know how to cook you're going to just bang the pasta on and sit in and watch fucking whatever everyone's watching these days tiger king uh, that was a few weeks ago but that's what you're going to do if you don't know how to cook other stuff and if you haven't got the other stuff in your fridge um everyone says uh nutrition rugby wise fitness model wise bodybuilder wise food is the main thing if you can get on top of your cooking and, and your eating um, the training is going to be easier, you're going to train better, you're going to see better results, the motivation is better. So I encourage anyone who is not, not a whiz in the kitchen to use this time. I mean, your commute is probably gone. That's If you're a city boy in London, then that's probably an hour each way, two hours a day saved. Just learn how to cook some quick, healthy meals. Do a bit of research. Um, I used to weigh everything out on a scale back when I was a keno. And now, because I did about two years of that, I can pretty much eyeball things. And I know that a handful of, not a handful, but like, let's say, uh, let's say about a handful. A handful of rice is probably 60 grams of carbs. If I slap that on my plate, if I have a chicken thigh, it's probably, uh, two chicken thighs, probably, what, 35, 40 grams of protein, probably 20, 25 grams of fat, and then a big dollop of, of veggies, nice veggies. doesn't have to be boring broccoli. doesn't have to be runner beans. You can have stir-fry veg, whatever. It's probably only another... 7,500 calories, and, and then that's a great meal, and I've, and I've learned to eyeball stuff because I did the work in. So if you can use this time to weigh a few things out, to measure a few things, then it's going to be plain sailing when you come home at 8 o'clock, maybe after your Monday, Wednesday gym session, and you've got stuff in the fridge, and you can bang up a quick, healthy meal rather than just relying on a ready meal or a takeaway or whatever. Um and I know people who rely on takeaways and they say, oh, I got sweet potato fries and, oh, I got wholemeal bun on my burger. It's like, it's still fucking burger and chips, mate. It's not good for you. And if you want to drop a bit of weight, play a bit better rugby, then you've got to look after your food. So, yeah, if you don't know how to cook, learn to cook. Make use of your time in the quarantine. Another quarantine problem I mentioned at the start is motivation. My motivation is absolutely terrible so bad um if anyone's got me on facebook i was doing live bodyweight workouts every day for the first couple of weeks and the the pressure of delivering to people online was keeping me going but when i was only getting like 20 30 views and and no interactions i was like fuck this then and i just stopped doing it um and that's covered that's come across also in my podcast i've probably not done one for five six weeks come across in my eating as well. I know I gave you guys a spiel about learning to cook, but I've just been putting extra stuff in there. Extra stuff you don't need. Um, yeah, motivation's really low. And I was, uh, actually, it's a funny story. Two days ago, I was sitting on my sofa. I had my pre-workout coffee. I was going to go downstairs. I've got some dumbbells in my car. Go downstairs, do a little quick workout. I was lying down. I, I tried to stay off social media apart from when i'm posting stuff but i was watching some funny videos and i was getting some some good training videos and i was sat there my little puppy was asleep on my chest and i was like oh god man this is this is this i can't be bothered to do anything i just want to sit down chill here watch some crap on my phone and i was like you know what i've got to lead by example 
and I actually it was really hard for me to pull myself off that sofa um but that was a good sense of motivation to pull me to it and it was it was such a good decision like all I did was a little upper body pump up maybe only 30 minutes I love I love old rock songs I think I put some uh what's it called system of a down who likes system of a down I put a system of a down playlist on reminded me of back when I was 16 17 did some curls, did some push-ups, did some shoulder press, all that kind of stuff. 30 minutes, came up, felt great, had a normal meal, and carried on my day. And it was just 30 minutes out of my day. Felt great, trained a lot, worked a lot of arms, and that's uh, and, and I just had to pull myself off and do it. And I, and motivation is a real thing, and, and I know even my clients say if they're doing work on their, in their kitchen, in their kitchen, like on their table, like 9 till 5 or 6, it's real hard to separate yourself from work tired mode and literally step a meter to your right and do a million burpees and push-ups and jump lunges and whatever. It's really hard to do that. Um, I'm actually doing okay because we had a dumbbell set and um, here park, park gyms were never shut. I'm not in the UK, I'm just outside of Budapest. Parks were never shut, so I did an outdoor workout probably twice a week. So that's what kind of kept me sane. But yeah, when I was doing these bodyweight ones, it was fucking hard. Um, and motivation is low but just if you just pull yourself off that sofa if you just do that 20 minute run if you even just do i've got a client who was not doing any workouts because he's a prison officer he was doing like 10 hour shifts like most shifts are doubled crazy whatever the prisoners all go nuts because they can't even go out for an hour a day and he's got a pretty crazy life right now um and i just said look let's sack off the 40, 45 minute home workouts and I'm just going to text you some little 10 minute ones. And all I texted him was like really basic. Look, do a hundred burpees quick as you can. Next one, 50 pushups, 50 sit-ups, 50 squats quick as you can. Like a little 10 minute or five, 10 minute blaster is better than nothing. It's going to get your endorphins going. It's going to get you out of breath. You're going to feel better. You're going to sleep better at night. Um, so, so I'm not, I'm not an advocate usually of just get up and do something every day because there's a lot of work stress and you don't need an hour and a half of smashing some iron every single day especially if you're in rugby season getting beaten up a few times a week but now if you're listening you've probably got no rugby probably got no gym you can do a bodyweight workout every day you can do a run i'd say nearly every day depending on your joints and stuff um but you can do something every day 15 20 minutes every day is good for you 15 20 minutes of bodyweight workouts 15 20 minutes of one rep max deadlifts every day is going to fuck you up and you're going to not sleep and you're going to be fucked. But 15, 20 minutes of bodyweight workouts or run or some fitness, some conditioning. I get loads of guys. Obviously, I've got a load of random people email me and Facebook me and stuff like, oh, I don't know what to do at home, bloody, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, did you, are you playing rugby? Yeah. It's like, did you, did you ever pay attention to the drills you did when you were with, with the guys? And they were like, yeah. I was like, well, you can do those things just on your own. Like, you can do the sprints, you can do the fitness, you can do whatever on the pitch. Um, that's probably more relevant than doing a little press up and jump lunge on the floor because you're actually on your feet and running around, which is important. Um, and actually, that leads me on to another good topic that I was going to talk about. Uh, I had a guy asking me about CrossFit and is CrossFit good for rugby? Um, and I'm going to say, for the guys that are listening to this, probably recreational guys, low-level guys, sorry, not low-level, that's a fucking insult and a half, sorry, recreational local-level guys, um, it is good, it is a good way of training, it's going to keep you mega fit, um, it's better than nothing, 
doing a CrossFit workout for 20 minutes, half an hour is better than doing a chest press, better than doing quad extensions and calf raises. Absolutely no doubt. Um, so doing a CrossFit class or joining a CrossFit gym on your off rugby days, you are going to be very fit. It's going to be very good for you. Um, if you are super serious about your training and you're already training a lot, I would say that a rugby type conditioning session is strength and conditioning session is going to be better for you than a CrossFit workout. And by that I mean, okay, a CrossFit workout, a general gist, if there's any CrossFitters listening and it's wrong, I'm sorry. I've, I did it for about six months. General gist of it is going to be probably a weightlifting movement, clean and jerk, snatch, or something that's quite technical, like doing some ring stuff or whatever. Um, and then you're gonna go into Oh, sorry, there's a good warm-up, actually. The CrossFit warm-ups are really good, good mobility warm-ups. Uh, and then the second thing is going to be like a weightlifting exercise, maybe some rings, maybe some, maybe some strength stuff. Um, and then you're going to go into your WOD, which is like 15, 20 minutes of fuck-me-up fitness. Uh, random stuff, box jumps, kettlebell swings, whatever. All good general fitness. Uh, whereas the way I structure my sessions for guys who want to still be strong, um, keep the body nice and even and also lose weight is starting with a specific, well, obviously mobility warm-up, of course, um, specific strength exercise to that person or to their goals. A, a, a rugby player, unless they are pretty advanced in training, sorry, a rugby, yeah, if they're advanced in training, a clean and jerk or a snatch is not going to be the most optimal thing. It's so technical and only after, let's say, six months or a year of doing it are you going to be getting any real value from it. And also, it is uh, just moving a weight up and down, whereas you want to be good at moving your body and weights forward and back. You never pick someone up and throw them above your head on the rugby pitch, actually, unless you are a prop or a line-up lifter. But generally, you want to be moving forward and using your feet. So you'll start with a strength exercise that's going to be relevant to your position or your goals, normally what I do. Then probably like a superset, upper and lower body, usually something unilateral, which is maybe a one-arm thing. Um, everyone's body is uneven, so it's just good to do some some single leg or single arm stuff. Um, superset like that, and then maybe a secondary or accessory exercise, something a bit more um, not ice, not not a uh, what's the word? I forgot the word. Not like a complete isolation exercise, like a bicep curl, but a bit less of a compound than a deadlift and stuff, so maybe some single arm rows, maybe a stiff leg, deadlift, maybe a step up, whatever. And then a rugby type fitness is going to be best on your feet. Yes, rowing is gonna help. Yes, box jumps will be good, but doing stuff on your feet on a field with a track is going to be the best thing because that is going to cross over onto your rugby playing ability. Um, if you only use a rower and then you get on your feet, you'll be genuinely fit. But but can, let's let's say the average person, two twins, okay? They did a one guy did a an hour rowing every other day, and one guy did an hour of conditioning on a pitch every other day. Uh, at the end of six eight weeks, the guy that's did the stuff on the pitch is going to be a lot better on the pitch because, funny enough, that's all he's been doing. The other guy might have a great row time. He might have a great whatever time, but you want to be good at running on a pitch. So that's what's going to be good for you. And if you are in CrossFit and you get sucked into your wads and sucked into Linda or Sarah or whatever these CrossFit workouts are called, 
you're going to be chasing your CrossFit workout time rather than your rugby conditioning. And hey, if you're not taking the rugby too seriously and you want to dabble in CrossFit and dabble in rugby, by all means do it. But just don't get sucked into the the wads um, because it's not going to be as effective as doing something pitch space, as doing some horizontal work, pushing, pulling, and stuff like that. I've got nothing against it. I do it myself. Uh, I think it's a great workout. There's a lot of stick on it. I think it's really good as long as the coaches are on point with technique. But if you want to use your, let's say you're in season, you're only really going to train Monday night and Wednesday night. If you don't know what to do and CrossFit is the only thing that keeps you motivated, then do it. However, if you want to do a proper rugby SNC session, I would get in the gym doing some proper strength training, um, hypertrophy if you need it, structure it all, track it all, and do a rugby type conditioning, which if you can, is going to be on grass or on your feet rather than a random bunch of exercises together. Not that there isn't a place for that, because obviously it's useful, but hey-ho, I've rambled on. I've probably contradicted myself five million times. Um, another thing I was going to talk about, about the quarantine, and this is a genuine question from a client. I think it was last week. I don't make these up. Why would I make them up? If I made them up, they'd be really, they'd be a lot easier questions to answer, and I'd have really good scientific answers for them. Uh, I'll even give his name. Chris asked me this last week. And he said that he he did one of my 12-week plans. He lost, I think, 12, 13 kilos. If, you, if you're on my social media, I promote the shit out of him because he had some great results. And he said during the lockdown, he's been eating pretty much the same, doing the workouts the same, um, but he just feels like he's put on a bit of a bit of a bit of a bit of timber. So he was ripped. He had I think four pack before, and now he just can't see it that much. Um, and so I'll give you a bit of an overview. He was doing a gym-based plan, obviously proper resistance training, proper workouts, and now he's also on a home weights plan. Oh, actually nothing. Sorry, his weight did not change but he feels a bit tubbier and he was just questioning me. So yeah, gym-based plan. He did 12 weeks back in January, finished in March. February, March. Yep, finished in March. And he's been doing home plans for the last six weeks or wherever it is for quarantine. Um, and I said to him, there's a few factors which are going to make you probably put on a bit of body fat, but your weight has stayed the same. So the first thing is he's not doing, he wasn't doing any gym-based stuff, wasn't doing any proper strength training. And yet, press-ups are good, jump lunges are good, but you're not going to get the same amount of hypertrophy, which is muscle growth, as doing a squat or a lunge or a bench press or whatever we did before. I can't remember the full program. So he may have lost a few pounds of muscle because he was doing even sets of eight, um, which was pretty pretty low for what he's used to doing. I think there's sets of six. No, there were sets of five in his plan as well. So that's really low compared to what he was doing. Um, and now all he's doing is three bodyweight workouts and two runs a week. So he may have lost a few pounds, maybe even a pound or two of muscle. Um, also, another thing, his food intake is exactly the same. So he was like, why am I putting on weight now? What's going on? He feels like he's a bit more tubby. So all of us, in quarantine, most of us in quarantine, if you're not going to work, if you're furloughed, if you're working from home, your life probably exists within about two or three rooms. Okay, so you might get up and go to your kitchen, have some brekkie, and then maybe go to your front room, do your work. You're going to do the kitchen trip a few times, do the toilet trip a few times. For your hour a day, you might walk outside, and that's about it. Compared to, I'm just going to talk about my, my routine back when I was doing a and nine to five i'd get up i'd walk a mile to the station get off the train walk a mile to the office 
go up and down the step. Was that stairs? No, there was a lift. I was obviously a lazy fucker. Um, so same thing again. At lunch, you might walk out, walk about a mile. Uh, and then when you leave work, you walk a mile from the office to the station. And then when you get home, a mile from from the station to my house. So that was a good sort of maybe five miles. I've probably over-exaggerated there. A good like five miles of walking, which does burn a lot of cows. And it's really good for you. And obviously no one is doing that anymore. And so your calorie expenditure is way lower. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm literally, I've got a kitchen and front room in one. So I literally stay in one room for the whole day. Whereas before... Um, I'd be going to that CrossFit gym, I'd go out and work in a coffee shop and stuff like that. So, so yeah, everyone's energy expenditure is way lower than it was. Um, and you will be, and if you're consuming the same calories as, as you were when you were doing a, what's the word, gym-based strength and conditioning program, then you'll be putting on a bit of timber. And before anyone says, that's my fault, I should have told him that before, I'm a bad coach, you can fuck off. Um, he, he's doing a, he's not, he's following a program only and we're not doing coaching sessions. So I don't have given him a lot of one-to-one -one time. It's just whenever he asks me questions, I answer that. So don't throw it in my face. Don't be a wanker, whatever. Um, but yeah, that was his scenario. And if you feel the same, your weight might not change, but you got little, little timber around the stomach. Um, it might be that you've lost a bit of muscle from not hitting the iron. And it might be that you put a bit of timber on from not excess, from not moving as much per day, which is totally fine. You should still keep going as it is. Someone who oh, I just got a message. Someone who has been doing these home workouts, doing their fitness. When you jump back into the gym, your base strength is still going to be there. Whereas if you're one of these people like, oh, I can only do deadlifts. I'm not doing burpees at home. It's fucking for fags. Blah, 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 blah. They are going to start on ground zero and they're going to have to build up a base. Their posture is going to be gone uh, and they're going to have a real mountain to climb. Whereas you're going to have just a little small hill, just a little small Essex based hill to climb rather than a bloody, I don't know what they call the Lake District mountain. Look at that. Put some, put some Im imagery right there in my podcast. Um, but yeah, that's all I was going to talk about really. I hope people still listen to this because I've had a big gap and it's hardly a way to keep fans happy on a podcast show. But I think I'm going to promote the hell out of this one. I think I'm going to post it everywhere and see see if people want to listen to it, because I think it's some good info, and it's some honest good info. But yeah, I hope everyone is doing all right. Keep fit. Please ask me questions. Happy to answer them. I don't want your money to answer questions. Just want to help you guys out. If you're listening to this, then you are a avid fan of mine and, and you're going to remember this stuff and, and I want to help you out as well. So please message me, email me, regansrugby at gmail.com. You've probably got me on Facebook or, or the gram. Just send me a message about, Regan, you said this, whereas four weeks ago you said this and you're a dickhead. You can even send me those. I don't care because it's fine. And that's, if that's all the conversation I get from you, that's fine. But yeah, weird ending. <laughs> but uh, stay safe. And I will chat to you, hopefully, in a week. Because that's what I'm supposed to do. But, you know, it might be another six-week break. But, yeah, thanks for listening. Peace out. Much love. Ta-da.